Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jace and Dedeker, how are you all doing today? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm down to, this is my second to last Drunk Bible Study before I'll be back in the States. Oh, yeah. Oh. How exciting. I For a moment, I was like, wait a minute, you're leaving the show? You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> this is my big announcement. I decided to wait until we're opening the show to yeah. let you all know I'm Great. sick of this Thanks. and I'm leaving. You're, you're contractually obligated to stay. Sorry, you yeah. can't leave. Exactly. I agree. Wow. How are you doing, Emily? I know you were feeling a little under the weather earlier. Yeah, I I didn't feel great today. I'm having just like a skosh of wine. Like natural medicine. It, it's all good. Yeah, natural medicine. It's all it's fine, but I could I could be feeling better. But hopefully mm-hmm. reading the Bible will help cure me of whatever it is that I <laughs> don't feel well. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's like faith healing. I think it'll work. I think there it'll work go. for you. I want to yeah. check in again at the end and see, like, do a little A-B testing before and after. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you could rate for us right now, like, how you're feeling on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being, like, on death's door and 10 being, you know, feeling super great. I definitely don't feel like I'm at death's door. No way. And I think so where, I feel better. Like, at, 1 to 10. Where, <laughs> where would you? 1 to 10? 1 is death's door? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like a, an eight right now. So oh, I'm all gee, good. Wait, what? So you're Jeez. feeling great then. You're well, like, well, not- no, maybe, maybe a, a seven, a six. <laughs> okay, Having this, me- kombu- this kombucha helped. Okay. <laughs> sure, I'm just okay. going to say drink kombucha. <laughs> they need to sponsor us now. <laughs> no, it definitely helped. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, we're well, we're all good. good. Oh yes, yeah. I'm having a little bit of kombucha and a little bit of rosé. Okay, just nice, kind of nice. double fisting it. Yeah, good, good. What about you, Jace? So I ordered some alcohol online because I was running low. So I got some gin and some whiskey and some other whiskey. But <laughs> when it showed up, I didn't realize, but I had ordered the very large size oh, of Bombay Lord. Sapphire. So I've been having yes. a lot of, a lot of gin drinks lately because I need to get That's through large. this. That's larger than your head. And yeah, it's the like 1.75 liter size. So Goodness. been doing wow. a lot of gin and tonics. And right now I'm having a gin and La Croix. This time I'm doing oh, the lovely, Raz lovely. cranberry flavor, which is quite nice mm. with gin, actually. I just nice. bought Excellent. some pomplamoose. Mm. That's a good one, Sorry. too. Yeah. Um, I am drinking uh, a little giant Barasa Shiraz. It has a picture of a wombat on it. Um, Whoa, I, thought, I thought that was how a very Australian. No, it's not a bear. As it says on the back, it says small, powerful and thick skinned, just like the wombat. The Shiraz Aww. grape is the little giant of the wine world. That's why. Wow. Um, <laughs> the little giant. Some of people the in the chat world. are asking what a wombat is. I am also not entirely clear. I know it's a marsupial. It's a small marsupial that crawls along the ground um, and is native <laughs> to South Australia. And uh, have you ever encountered one? 
No, I haven't. I have, because of the pandemic conditions, I've not encountered a lot of Australian wildlife with the exception suppose, of, yeah. um, I did see a ring-tailed possum on the street the other oh, night on a night walk. It was quite cute. It was oh. much cuter than American possums, let me tell you. Um, I don't know. I like American possums. They're cute too. Well, then you would have loved this guy. He's way, way cuter. Oh, adorable. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, I was walking. I was out walking at night with my uh, partner who's British. And like we froze because we saw this thing. And then we're like, oh, my God. And we showed a light on it. We're like, oh, my God, it's so cute. Like we're just like standing there staring at it. And this Australian woman just like walks by, like rolling her eyes at us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I apparently there was a, a raccoon behind in the alley. The other oh. day, which I've know. never seen a raccoon in Los Angeles. I didn't know they Jeez. existed here, but apparently they do. So wow, that's amazing. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. They're coming well, to re- reclaim their city. Yeah. Okay. So last time we covered a lot of ground. Do you remember what exactly happened last what, time in last week's reading? What did we cover the ground with in last week's reading? <laughs> I All I know, because we just talked about it in our bonus episode, is that Saul went in to do his business in a cave uh-huh. and this incredibly stealthy David went and cut off a piece of his robe while Saul was doing his business and then, you know, he he was able to, like, run away and then finally come out and tell Saul, hey, man, I didn't kill you. Aren't I awesome? And then Saul kind of likes him or something, maybe for now. Yeah, we kind of ended on a note where it felt like a nice end to the story of, like, and they became best of friends again. The end. Yeah, I feel like that's not going to gonna last, though. <laughs> you don't think maybe it's going it to stick? <laughs> well, and he also said, who was it, Saul made David swear that when he became king, because it's clear that eventually David is going to become king, Mm -hmm. that he wouldn't kill Saul's family. That's very important, I think. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, he made him promise that he wouldn't cut off his seed or something like that. (laughs) That sounds like a euphemism, Chase. Cut off (laughs) his seed. No, it's... Oh, gosh. It's a thing they say all the time. You know, his... Oh, okay, yeah. Like, the seed... His his family line. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I feel like that would be hard to do considering that David is married to Saul's daughter. He's kind of part of the family line. That's a good now. point. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also strange because it, it implies then that David would ever do something bad to Jonathan. And I thought Saul yeah, was kind too. of aware that they never. loved each other. Yeah. That they're going to rule never. as king and king. So. How adorable. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but today we're going to continue on and see what happens. And I, I teased last time that we're going to start off with a sort of significant event that's going to happen right on the very first line um, of this next uh, of this next section. So right. I guess we can just kind of kind of get started Jump here. Right in. So okay. today we're reading First Samuel 25, 26 and 27. And uh, yeah, everyone go to your Bibles online or pull out your real world Bibles. And get ready to read with us. You can. As we get started, we'd like to. I have to time it to the music, and now it's all ruined. As we get started, as we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, for Samuel 25. Ruining it. 
sorry, Jace. Uh, it's just that when you paused like that, I panicked. I know. I, I understand. <laughs> I like, oh gosh, that must mean I'm that must mean she I'm dropping the ball. She does forget a lot. She does forget that second verse. <laughs> like, what do we say? I don't know. Oh boy. Okay. You did it though. You squeezed it in there. I did it. We just crammed it in there. We're trying to. We were trying. All right. Here we go. Samuel died. Oh, oh, jeez! <laughs> like I said, <laughs> zero to sixty. No wow. warm up, nothing. Wait, wow. a, wait a minute! But there's a whole nother book called Samuel, Second Samuel, Samuel right. 2.0. Does there's... he get resurrected? <laughs> his ghost, his ghost, his ghost. So I did think this was very funny because we had talked about the idea that Samuel had written these books, and then when I saw that this was coming up, I like looked it up a little bit, and yeah, there's plenty of articles being like. That's always been an absurd idea because he dies in chapter 25 of the first book. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. That's pretty funny. So Samuel died and all Israel gathered themselves together and lamented him and buried him in his house at Ramah. David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. There was a man in Maon whose possessions were in Carmel. Don't care. Sorry. Down Carmel. <laughs> His possessions were in Carmel. And the man was very great. And he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. And he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. It was going to take him a long who, time. Who? Hi. Uh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, why do we care? Who is this person? Right. Right. He's a, a just a man with many possessions. This random rip, rich dude. Okay, maybe it'll it'll pay off in a second. We're sort of setting the scene here. So there's this dude who lives in Maon, but his possessions are in Carmel. He's got 3,000 sheep, and he's shearing them. And I highly doubt he is the one shearing no, his sheep. No, exactly. I was, yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah, come on. It's probably okay. someone else is doing the shearing. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Now, the name of the man was Nabal. N-A-B-A-L. Nabal. Mm-hmm. And... Nabal? his wife and the name of his wife abigail and the woman was of good understanding and of a beautiful face okay so she was smart so okay so she was way out of this guy's league is what i'm interpreting that as Mm, i mean the fact that she's you know named in the bible means that she's a big damn deal that's true well okay let's read this next line here but the man was churlish and evil in his doings oh and Mm. he was of the house of caleb just got to throw that dig in there real quick. <laughs> Churlish. Churlish is a real good word. It is. It is pretty good. Okay. So right off the cuff, I want to cast these two as Donald Trump and Melania. Oh, no, boy. no, no, no. She needs no, to be cooler than. No, yeah. no. They both need yeah, no. to be not. That's that. just no. what. Ca- okay. I'm sorry. If you, if you tell me, think of someone where someone's like churlish and evil of ways and their wife is beautiful as the first couple that comes to mind for me no we want to hire an actor who we like but who can play this sort of role come <laughs> who can on play churlish come um but but maybe I was, we could have them yes. sort of do, like sort of acknowledge the fact that they're sort of representing the archetypes of donald trump maybe uh, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that later we'll work with the actor on it i was thinking of the guy who played rumpelstiltskin in uh that that show about all of the Disney characters. Oh, uh, Once Upon a Time? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, let's let we need to find Maybe out. Maybe we need bigger, we need bigger people. Yeah, probably like for our big budget movie, we need like huge actors. Okay, well let's 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 see what happens with these two, whether they're worth okay. casting or not. I don't know how much longer okay. we're going to see them. Okay, right. so she was of good understanding and a beautiful face, and he was churlish and evil. David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep. David sent ten young men, and David said to the young men, "Go up to Carmel." And go to Nabal and greet him in my name. And thus shall you tell him who lives in prosperity. Peace be to you, and peace be to your house, and peace be to all that you have. Now I have heard that you have shearers. Your shepherds have now been with us, and we did them no hurt. Neither was there anything missing to them all the while they were in Carmel. What is, I, I'm, I'm already lost. Okay. Is this like There's... a vague threat? <laughs> it's like, hey, they were here. Yeah. We didn't hurt them. It would be a shame if something happened to them, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is he trying to huh. like, throw his weight around? What is going on? Wait, yeah. David throwing his weight around? Yeah, David sending this message via his yeah some, ten ten of his his message boys. boys yeah okay okay ask your this is the message is still going on uh, ask your young men and they will tell you therefore let the young men find favor in your eyes for we come in a good day please in give a good day. please give <laughs> whatever comes to your hand to your servants and to your son David. I see. So they're sort of asking for charity, I guess. Who, who is asking for charity? And David to your and, son charity? David and his boys. And okay. to your son, David. Wait, are they talking to the man or are they talking to, to Nabal? God? Yeah, to, to Nabal, to the man. But David is not Nabal's son. No, it's it's in a sort of a deferential way, right? Like, and you're like your loyal servant, like your your son, yeah, but David. Like, not literally you call, your son. I know, but like you call God would call David his mm, son. I see, right, right. So that's it's confusing. Okay, yes, to yes. me, <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> uh, what what uh, chapter is this? this is twenty five, right? Yeah. I was just kind of curious if I could find what the message says, because that whole thing, the wording of it was very confusing. Hmm. Um, okay, so <laughs> send him this message that says, peace, life and peace to you. Peace to your whole household. Peace to everyone here. <laughs> I, I, heard that it. it's, I heard that it's sheep shearing time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's to the point, colon. When your shepherds were camped near us, we didn't take advantage of them, even though they looked very tasty. They didn't lose a thing all the time they were with us in Carmel. Ask your young men. They'll tell you. What I'm asking is that you be generous with my men. Share the feast. Give whatever your heart tells you to your servants and to me, David, your son. Okay, so either it's some people in the chat are suggesting this is a protection racket Kind of. It's also a little bit just more of a tit for tat. I don't know. Or maybe it is a veiled threat of like the the thing we did for you is just not mess with your guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) But we could if we wanted to, I think is what he's saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So, um, yeah. So when David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal, according to all those words, in the name of David and ceased. 
unnecessary detail. You could have just said they said the things. You don't have to mention that they stopped after that. Anyway, <laughs> Nabal answered David's servant and said, Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants nowadays who break away every man from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my meat that I have killed for my shearers and give it to men who I don't know where they come from? Mm, No, Mm. it's not going to go well. This is not going to Mm -hmm. go well. So David's young men turned on their way and went back and came and told him according to all these words. Oh, okay. Predictions. What's going to happen? What's David going to do to this guy? I'd like to think that he's going to, you know, keep his word and and be a nice boy to him. Be a merciful boy, like we learned in the last story. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. That would be weird. He's like, I'm going to be super merciful and amazing to Saul, this man who's wanted to kill me forever. But these randos, I'm just going to murder them. Okay, but this falls in line, though, with the theme of like, I could have killed him, but I didn't. Bear uh, that yeah, in mind. The vague threat. It's kind so what, of right. it's more of the the vaguely threatening merciful is really what mm. David's particular brand of mercy is. I see. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So David said to his men, Gird you on every man his sword. They girded on every man his sword. <laughs> and David <laughs> and his loins. <laughs> and David also girded on his sword. And good, there, good. Yeah. And there went up after David about 400 men and 200 abode by the baggage. <laughs> oh, again, the, the baggage, baggage boys. Yeah. The ba- like, did they this just happened- have a ton of suitcases with no, them? The, like, this what? happened with, with David and Goliath, that right. story, that there was also the, the baggage boys. Right. Okay. Not watching out for the baggage, yeah. Which I guess there's, there's like the supply boys. So I think it's like 400 soldiers plus 200 you know, caddies, like golf caddies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Love it. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to greet our master, and he railed at them. Mm. But the men were very good to us, and we were not hurt. Neither missed we anything, as long as we went with them when we were in the fields. Also, maybe they they actually did sort of protect them from passing ruffians. Mm. Like as long as we went with them the and Bible we were in the field. Did not speak of ruffians. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that was common at the time, right? That there's, you know, passing ruffians. It seems ruffians. like it's a pretty lawless, a pretty lawless land for sure. Yeah, maybe. I suppose you're right. Okay, yeah. passing okay. ruffians that can say knee at will to old ladies. You know? <laughs> exactly. Sure. Uh, oh, sorry. Colon. They were a wall to us, both by night and by day. All the while, we were with them keeping the sheep. So, yeah, it's like they, they were, were a wall to. Oh, I see. The, the, the David's men were a wall between the baddies. I guess. Yeah. And them. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. 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 Um, now, therefore, know and consider what you will do. For evil is determined against our master and against all his house. For he is such a worthless fellow that one can't speak to him. Wow. They're talking about this is her husband. The churlish, what's his about the churlish, churlish boy. Guy. The churlish boy. Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine. I feel well, like your ratio, ratio is a little off. I don't know about that ratio. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and five sheep ready dressed 
and five measures of parched grain and 100 clusters of raisins and 200 cakes of fig. Oh, fig newtons. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's fig not, newtons. It's not a cookie. Aww, it's fruit and cake. <laughs> 200 fig newtons and laid them on donkeys. Wow. <laughs> okay. wow. Those donkeys really can pull a lot. But I mean, I know still, they're yeah. supposed to be good at that. that. In the midst of that, still just two bottles of wine, lady. Come know, on, yeah. Now. Maybe that's all they had. Is there? They're maybe rich they people. were like huge jugs, though. I don't know. Oh yeah, they could have been really big bottles, like, like those, those novelty things. ones. Yeah, the giant novelty ones I'm, I'm that are like as tall as you are. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at other translations here. Uh, it's saying two skins of wine, two bottles of wine. Mm. Yeah. No, they're all pretty mm. united on this. Hmm. That does seem. Okay. Does seem a little Apparently weird. Apparently not very important. Okay. Yeah. She said to her young men, go on before me. Behold, I come after you. But she didn't tell her husband, Nabal. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. She wants to be rid of him. We'll set up something here. <laughs> it was so, as she rode on her donkey and came down by the covert of the mountain, that behold... David and his men came down toward her, and she met them. Now David had said, Now David had said, Surely in vain have I kept all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that pertained to him, and he has returned me evil for good. God do, God do so to the enemies of David, and more also, if I leave of all that belongs to him by the morning light, so much as one man child. Okay, that was so right. confusing. Can you <laughs> tell man child? Please tell us what that means. Which, which verse are you on, Jace? That was verse 20 22. Two. Yeah, we have a, someone in the chat saying to check the King James version for verse 22. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. I've got King James pulled up here on my other page. Let's see. 22 says, So and more also do God unto the enemies of David, if I leave of all that pertain to him by the morning light any that pisseth against the wall. Jeez. What? The actual... I don't know what that means either, but okay. (laughs) All kinds of scatological references in this book. Who pisseth against the wall. That's wonderful. That's so good. I love that people in the chat are like, oh, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been one of those. Uh, but, can you please consult the message? Okay. So, well, the fact, uh, before we go to the message, the fact that in our translation it said man child, mm-hmm. and in the King James it said who pisseth against the wall, I'm thinking that I he's guess meaning, they mean the same thing. They mean men. Oh. They mean people who, who can pee against a wall, I guess. But why? But no, but why still a man child. But yeah. still, because that's a man child activity. <laughs> I see. Being against I mean, a wall. Okay. <laughs> Come on now. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the message. As she was riding her donkey, descending into a ravine, David and his men were descending from the other end. So they met there on the road. David had just said, Oh, so it's like she came upon them as David's, like, <laughs> well. That sure was a waste, guarding everything this man had out in the wild so that nothing he had was lost. And now he rewards me with insults? A real slap in the face. May, wow. God, may God do his worst to me if Nabal and every cur in his misbegotten brood aren't dead meat by morning. Jeez, Jeez. is that the message? That's the message. 
dead meat. Dead meat. Wait, (laughs) but uh, so what about men, child? (laughs) They're still stuck on the man child. He's just gonna kill. He's just making fun of. He's like using derogatory language, I guess, because he's gonna kill them all. Okay. He's gonna kill. Not worth his time to protect them because now they're insulting him and not reciprocating. And so he's gonna kill them though. He's not just gonna not protect them. He's gonna kill them. He's going to kill them right now. Cool. 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 (laughs) Okay. Good job, David. And and Abigail overheard this. Okay. Here we are. Verse twenty three. When Abigail's like man child. (laughs) Yes. It sounds like you're talking about my husband. Exactly. (laughs) When Abigail saw David, she hurried and alighted from her donkey and fell before David on her face. Uh, Uh, Classic. uh, Drink drink for falling on your face. The donkey bucked her off Mm -hmm. and she fell on her face. And bowed herself to the ground. She fell at his feet and said, on me, my Lord, on me be the iniquity. Please let your handmaid speak in your ears. Hear the words of your handmaid. Please don't. what like he like like she's the handmaid yes she's uh you know using humbling language this is very japanese in this interaction where they're all sort of like humbling themselves to each other yeah i say yeah okay um please don't let my lord regard this worthless fellow even nabal for as his name is so is he nabal is his name (laughs) am i right like, <laughs> he definitely is, right? Can someone look up what Nabal means? Yeah. N-A-B-A-L. Okay, I'm going to continue on. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. It means fool or boar. Boar? Boar? Boar. Like boorish. Boar. Uh, like boorish. Boar. Okay. So yeah. his, his name is... His name is stupid head. Fool, senseless. And, uh, okay. and he sure is. Folly is with him. But I, your handmaid, didn't see the young men of my lord whom you did send oh i see you i didn't see your messengers Mm. now therefore my lord as yahweh lives and as your soul lives seeing yahweh was seeing yahweh has withheld you from blood guiltiness and from avenging yourself with your own hand now therefore let your enemies and seek those and oh my gosh this is so difficult i'm sorry And as your soul lives, seeing Yahweh has withheld you from blood guiltiness and from avenging yourself with your own hand, now therefore let your enemies and those who seek evil to my Lord be as Nabal. I didn't follow any of that. Did you guys get that? (laughs) Uh, So may all your enemies be as silly and dumb as Nabal is and give him a swift And easy for you to defeat? Yeah. Right. Something like that? That's my guess. Okay. All right. Here's the message. And, and now, my master, as God lives and as you live, God has kept you from avenging murder. And may your enemies, all who seek my master's harm, end up like Nabal. Still doesn't make okay. any sense. But she nope. seems to know that Nabal's going to have his, his butt handed to him pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, he did just say that. Now, therefore, my lord... As Yahweh lives and as your soul lives. Oh, wait, sorry. That's the one we just did. Now, this present, which your servant has brought to my Lord, let it be given to the young men who follow my Lord. Wait, did she give him a present? Yeah, well, I guess this is all the... Fig Newtons and the wine and the 200 loaves oh. of bread and clusters of raisins and all those things. Fun. Right, 
Right. Let it be given to the young men who follow my Lord. Please forgive the trespass of your handmaid, for Yahweh will certainly make my Lord a sure house, because my Lord fights the battles of Yahweh, and evil shall not be found in you all your days. So she's just kind of buttering him up, I guess. Just kind of mm-hmm. yeah, I think telling she's him like, how great he is. Uh, yeah, someone pointed out in the chat, she's jumping ship. She's she's switching sides. She's mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Cool, cool. Though men, though men be risen up to pursue you and to seek your soul, yet the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of life with Yahweh your God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the souls of your enemies, them shall he sling out as Mm -hmm. from the hollow of a sling, which I hear. You know all about a sling, don't you, David? Mm. It shall come to pass. When Yahweh shall have done to my Lord according to all the good that he has spoken concerning you and shall have appointed you prince over Israel, that this shall be no grief to you, nor offense of heart to my Lord, either that you have shed blood without cause or that my Lord has avenged himself. When Yahweh shall have dealt well with my Lord, then remember your handmaid. Wow, that was a long, long monologue. (laughs) Thanks, Abigail. And so she's really setting up and really trying to reiterate, like, whatever happens, you're not going to be guilty. It's going to be and great. And I think, she, yeah, I mean, she just doesn't want anything to happen to her, I'm assuming. It's yeah. like her overarching hope here. Right. It's like, things are going to go so good for you, dude. Like, don't even, don't even and worry. trust me, we're me. on the same side about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hate that guy. Stupid ass. I'm married to. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's a real Nabal, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, he's a fool. Okay. Um David said to Abigail, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Israel, who sent you this day to meet me, and blessed be your discretion. It's like, don't tell a soul. And blessed <laughs> be you that have kept me this day from blood guiltiness. I really like this term blood, blood guiltiness guilty. Yeah. it makes wow. me feel gross blood guilty <laughs> i mean he didn't kill someone he would have been yeah, guilty i just don't yeah. blood mm-hmm. okay and from avenging myself with my own hand for mm. in very deed as yahweh the god of israel lives <laughs> very deed. for in very deed as yahweh the god of israel lives who has withheld me from hurting you Except you had hurried and come to meet me, surely there wouldn't have been left to Nabal by the morning light so much as one man-child. Gotta throw that one okay. in there. Okay. <laughs> one, more, one more time. <laughs> Sorry. I wasn't expecting that. So he's also An doing his whole... man-child. He's yeah. doing his shtick again of like, wow, if you had not at the last minute come out to meet me and bring me all this stuff, I would have killed the <laughs> crap out of all of you. Yeah. Like, again, yeah. that saying like, I'm so barely merciful yep. is, is David's tagline. Yeah. I'll hit you with the King James here. Um, <laughs> it's just the wording of this whole thing is so weird. For in very deed, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, which hath kept me back from hurting thee, except thou hadst hasted and come to meet me, surely there had not been left unto Nabal by the morning light any that pisseth against the wall. It's just back again with that. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Back again with that. Wow. I did not expect that. Goodness. (laughs) Forgot that that was a thing, but it was. Mm -hmm. Cool. (laughs) So... 
So David received of her hand that which she had brought him, and he said to her, Go up in peace to your house. Behold, I have listened to your voice and have accepted your person. Okay. I accept you? you as you are. As you are, yeah. I accept you as a human being. Cool. <laughs> Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunken. Mm. <laughs> he was listening to, he was binging this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I wonder how this is going to end. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Therefore, she told him nothing less or more, until the morning light. It happened in the morning, when the wine was gone out of Nabal, that his wife told him these things, and his heart died within him, and oh. he became he a as a stone. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I, you th- okay. Yeah. It, what? Let uh, me just keep going. Let me keep going. <laughs> it happened about ten days after that Yahweh struck Nabal oh. so that he died. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, heart attack or or aneurysm or anything. But it took anything. ten days to to do the deed of death. I the guess. death deed. <laughs> now, now, okay. Maybe this is me being a little bit conspiracy theorist here, but like, she came out and she was like, "Don't worry about it. He's gonna die if you catch oh. my drift." Mm. right like is that possible that's what we're talking about here i mean there were some she gave him some... ricin like in breaking oh, yeah Bad. yeah there were some conspiracy theorists in the chat suggesting but, that very thing pretty much everyone agrees with me okay <laughs> cool. everyone thinks that it was poison cool, cool. okay wow 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 Ooh, we should look that up too Dedeker. It's yeah, so should, did yeah. abigail did abigail okay. actually did abigail poison mm-hmm. okay It happened about 10 days after that Yahweh struck Nabal so that he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be Yahweh, who has pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal and has kept back his servant from evil. And the evil doing of Nabal has Yahweh returned on his own head. I just, okay, (laughs) sorry. I'm going to jump in because I just don't get the kind of thinking of I had every intention of killing this person, but something happened. Some kind of serendipitous event happened so that I didn't kill them. Therefore, I am blameless. I'm like, no, you still had every intention of killing this person. Well, your heart. Apparently, that doesn't matter. But he didn't kill everyone, right? Like he, you know, was saved from killing this whole village or this whole, you know, town of relatively good people just because their still leader would was have, a jerk He still lord. had the intention, though. He still would have. Oh, yeah, totally. No, it sucks. But but I feel like at this time, guilt is uh, more more um, different. More different than it's more about It's more different. It's more about what actually happened in the end. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Intent is not a crime. Exactly. So, Thank you, Annalisa. Right. So, David... But, if it's, but okay. Okay, oh my, yes. Can we... Okay. Intent is not a crime, but no. what's the legal term for it? For um, pre some some conspiring to commit a crime, yeah, um, conspiracy, sure. So he died. David is stoked, right? He loves it that then the evil doing of Nabal was returned on his own head. David sent and spoke concerning Abigail to take her to him as wife. Oh, mm. Psh, mm. called it obviously. Oh, okay, all right. Yep. Wow. All right. Okay. When the servants, I mean, he did say like take your hand, and so I kind of thought like, does that mean 
It's a little romance going in on. marriage. Mm. Oh, I didn't even catch that. When the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel, they spoke to her saying, David has sent us to you to take you to him as wife. She's like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> she arose. Let's do this. And bowed herself with her face to the earth and said, behold, your handmaid is a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. Abigail hurried and arose and rode on a donkey with five ladies of hers f- who followed her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. David also took Ahinoam of Jezreel and they became both of them his wives. <laughs> just oh, gotta throw oh, in one more. Said, while, also a while he was, person. While he was at it, he was, was in the, the wife collecting mood. Yeah, sort of a buy one, get one sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he are, isn't he already married? Yeah. yeah so the, oh this, yeah, but I mean, he's in line to be king. You know, he's just collecting ladies left and right. It's what you did back then. Apparently. Oh, now Saul had given Michal, his daughter, David's wife, to Palti, the son of Laish, what? who was of Galim. I, can you do that? So he, oh, I, okay. He was like, Saul no. took her back? He was or, like, just kidding? Or is this... I thought they were the, on good terms now. Or is this the thing mm. that the historians have hidden from us for so long, that like, the women could also have extra husbands, and they've just tried to redact that out, and they missed this line. Ah, the revisionist history. Right? I don't know. <laughs> about the Bible that. secretly was very feminist. It's <laughs> all been redacted. I really don't. Secretly. I really, I, I doubt that somehow. <laughs> well, okay. I put down a note to look that up for sure because I don't remember learning about Saul taking Michal back and giving her away to someone else. Well, we might get more in the next chapter. So let's also see what happens there. Okay, here we go. First Samuel 26. The Ziphites came to Saul, to Gibeah, saying, Doesn't David hide himself in the hill of Hachla, which is before the desert? Hachla. <laughs> then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having 3,000 chosen men of Israel with him to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. Wait a minute, wait a this, minute. He was doing this, right? And now yeah. he's still there's doing some, it? There's some deja vu. I thought mm-hmm. we had things sorted out. Yeah, I thought he was kind of <laughs> like, no, no, no like we're cool seven now. Seven seconds. Jeez. But then the Ziphites are kind of stirring the pot, mm-hmm. as it were. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Saul encamped in the hill of Hachla, which is before the desert, by the way. <laughs> What? <laughs> by the way? It says, by the way. I'm by assuming way. that must have been a translation of like, it's by the highway, you know. Oh, um, I see. Not yeah. just BT dubs. Um, right. It's by the way. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, real quick. I missed this. Can I tell you the, t- the chapter title for this from the message? Please, Please do. It's called Obsessed with a Single Flea. Oh. I'm that really curious. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Why? Why? Because you have to Saul's get the, the fleas off of the animals. chasing David around with his bug net, trying <laughs> exactly. to catch a flea off of his body. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> okay. But David abode in the wilderness, and he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness. David therefore sent out spies and understood that Saul was come of a certainty. He confirmed it. He mm-hmm. fact-checked it. Yeah. Yes. Saul is <laughs> He went Saul to Snopes.com. Is, is Saul actually... Of a certainty. Yeah. <laughs> okay 
David arose and came to the place where Saul had encamped, and David saw the place where Saul lay. And Abner, the son of Ner, <laughs> the captain. Ner? <laughs> Ner is like, what do I name my kid? Not Abner. Ner? <laughs> the, the captain of his host. And Saul lay within the place of the wagons, and the people were encamped round about him. Then answered David and said to Ahimelech, the Hittite, and to Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, brother to Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul, to the camp? Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and (laughs) Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping within the place of the wagons, with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Abner and the people lay round about him. I tried Ben's- to look up like why Saul loved spears so much. There was no good information on that. <laughs> did you literally Google why did Saul love spears so much? I mean, it's something to that effect. And it was just like, Saul liked to sleep with his spears. And that was about it. Nice. Someone in the chat's asking for us to cast this Joab, Joab, Abner, and Abishai. They're small. They seem like they're small roles. They're me. small, but that's why I think it could be a fun, just kind of like throw in some some fun people. Some fun character actors. Yeah, 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 exactly. Honestly, I think it's a little bit more important to cast Abigail since she's turned out to be, A, one of our few Mm. female characters in the Bible with any lines that did anything, and B, uh, she's married to David now, so... Do we I have just any... saw the movie mm, Emma. Yeah, yeah I, I recommend it. It's it's pretty at the very least. But yeah, the the most recent rendition of Emma, and I feel like that that woman who plays Emma could be Abigail. Well, can you Ooh. tell us She's who crafty. Emma is? Her name is Anya something. Crap! I'd have to look it up. Hmm, look it up. Okay. Look yeah. it up. Put it in the doc. Look it up because okay. I was okay. gonna because I was gonna pitch. Well, I see. I don't know how how oh, there it is. how Thank old you. this person is supposed to be. But Anya I was Taylor thinking, Joy. like, this yes. could be a cool role for, like, Jane Lynch or someone like that. Mm. Oh. Mm. I like hmm. that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. I don't know. I don't know if I can see Jane Lynch, Lynch like, trying to seduce whoever we have old yeah, David being. I feel like, being. well, I was going to say, I would want Jane David Lynch being. in a more active role. I feel like we got to do some, maybe some gender-blind casting with Jane Lynch, oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in general, we should be doing more of that because we just are going to have so many men to cast in this it's in this movie. It's too many men. It's yeah. too many freaking men. <laughs> too many yeah. freaking men. Too many yeah. freaking men. Okay, so they sneak up. Two okay. spears stuck in the ground of his head, people laying around. Okay, then said Abishai to David, God has delivered up your enemy into your hand this day. Now, therefore, please let me strike him with a spear to the earth at one stroke, and I will not strike him the second time. <laughs> like I won't need to strike him again? I guess I won't need to. I'll get him yeah. in one stroke. And yeah, okay. one, one, one shot, yeah. Okay. David okay. said to Abishai, don't destroy him, for who can put forth his hand against Yahweh's anointed and be guiltless? David said, no one. as Yahweh lives... Yahweh will strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go down into battle and perish. Yahweh forbid that I should put forth my hand against Yahweh's anointed. But now, please take the spear that is at his head and the jar of water and let us go. <laughs> so let's just mess <laughs> Let's with just him. rob him. 
Let's She'll wake up and him. be like, where'd my spare go? Well, it's yeah. kind of like the whole pooping situation, right? Where it's like, we just want to mess with his head a little bit. Yeah, just show him, show him we could have. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So David took the spear and the jar of water from Saul's head, and they got them away. And no man saw it or knew it. Neither did any awake, for they were all asleep. <laughs> Because a deep sleep from Yahweh was falling on them. Uh, Wait, okay. why Why do these people not have some guards around? You know what I'm talking about? Well, I guess like, this deep sleep from Yahweh that even if they put guards, right. posted uh, guards, guards, that Yahweh would also be sleeping. Sprinkled his fairy dust on them. And I like the idea. Out. Mr. Sandman. I like I. the idea that whoever the like storyteller was, who was originally like orally reciting this story, right? was like telling it to the group of kids and they snuck up and took their spear and jug of water. And they're like, but how come none of the guards stopped them or no one woke up? And they're like, and well, everyone they were was sleeping. All asleep. They're like, but surely they would have woken up when someone walked into their camp. Like that happens and they have guards. They're like, uh, well, Yahweh made them all fall into a deep sleep. It's just kind of like, <laughs> it does exactly. kind of build on itself. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Then David went over to the other side and stood on the top of the mountain, afar off, a great space being between them. And David cried to the people and to Abner, the son of Ner, saying, Don't you answer, Abner? I've been blowing you up. Come on, man. <laughs> then Abner answered, Who are you who cries to the king? David said to Abner, Aren't you a valiant man? And who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not kept watch over your lord the king? For there came one of the people in to destroy the king, your lord. This thing isn't good that you have done. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Let me. T- okay. If there's anything that this podcast has done for my life, it's that it has introduced many phrases that I really want to use in my day to day life. Like what? Right. Has this thing done this anything thing for your life? This thing is good that you have done. <laughs> this thing Perfect. isn't good that you have done. Yep. It's perfect. And um, we still, as, from Job, say to each other all the time, I've never seen him. Yes. <laughs> we still use that line. been established, yeah. I mean, I like any kind of raven. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I say, yeah, any kind of pasta, <laughs> right. any kind of kombucha. <laughs> yeah. As Yahweh lives, you are worthy to die because you have not kept watch over your Lord, Yahweh's anointed. Now, see where the king's spear is and the jar of water that was at his head. <laughs> it's can gone. I, can I read to you the messages version of, Please. of David calling this guy out of Abner? Please do. Lil um, Abner. <clears throat> Lil Abner. Lil baby Abner. <laughs> so he goes up to the, to the hill, right? And he goes, hey, Abner, how long do I have to wait for you to wake up and answer me? <laughs> Abner said, Who's calling? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Aren't you in charge there? Said David. Why aren't you minding the store? Why weren't you standing guard over your master, the king, when the soldier came to kill the king, your master? Bad form. As God God lives, your life should be forfeit. You and the entire bodyguard. Look what I have. The king's spear and water chug that were right beside his head. 
Jeez. Bad uh, form. <laughs> wait, but that's like, he's just like taunting yeah. Saul at this he point. Is. Totally David's is. very cocky like, now. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I, I don't know about this guy anymore. He was Saul. once like all sweet. Mm. Yeah, he's just a, a little baby sweet baby, yeah. baby sheepy boy. Yeah. yeah. Saul, oh, I'm glad someone in the chat called out the hook vibes because that's what, that's what I think whenever I hear the phrase bad form is I think about the movie hook. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Deep cuts. Saul Saul Deep. knew David's voice and said, is this your voice, my son David? <laughs> David said, it is my voice, my lord, O king. <laughs> the dialogue. It's just... me. He said, uh, why hey. does my lord pursue after his servant? For what have I done? Or what evil is in my hand? Now, therefore, please let my lord, the king, hear the words of his servant. If it be Yahweh that has stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it be the children of men, cursed be they before Yahweh, for Mm. they have driven me out this day that I shouldn't cling to Yahweh's inheritance, saying, go, serve other gods. I don't think that sentence made sense. Um, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm taking comfort in the fact that even David is like, Saul, what the hell? Why are you doing this again? What did I do? Uh, Is it, did Yahweh put one of his evil spirits on you again? And if that's the case, then like, let's make an offering to Yahweh and just get it all sorted out. But maybe Mm. it was some dudes, some children of men uh, that are trying to, to, to cast me out or drive me out. Um, Can I read you the message version of some of this? Please. David says, they've expelled me from my rightful place in God's heritage. Sneering, out of here. Go get a job. Out of here. <laughs> Go, Go get, get a, a job. job. With, get a with job. job. <laughs> Wait, don't you they have dirty a job? Hippie? He said, Go get a job with some other God. Mm. go get a job with some other god that's an interesting turn of phrase it's not even like go worship other gods don't go follow other gods go get a job with Uh another god wow fascinating (laughs) david's like well i'll tighten up my cv um now therefore this is still david speaking now therefore don't let my blood fall to the earth away from the presence of yahweh for the king of israel is come out to seek a flea as a when flea? one does hunt a partridge in the mountains. That's it. That's the flea thing. He's it's obsessed David's with the making flea. the point of like, you're obsessed with the flea. You're hunting a partridge all over the mountains. It's not worth I it, see man. That I'm a flea in that, like, I, I can't hurt you. I'm not out to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not some poisonous creature. I'm just a little most flea. I can do, most I can do is make you a little bit itchy, man. Just right. a little bit I'll itchy. Like buzz in your ear and kind of weird you out. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Goodness. Then said Saul, I have sinned. Mm. Return, my son David, for I will no more do you harm, because my life was precious in your eyes this day. Behold, I've played the fool and have erred exceedingly. There's a real cycle of abuse going on here with these two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's very strange, because David was the one who kind of started at this time. Did he? Mm -mm. No, no, Saul was out Saul, hunting Saul him again. Suddenly, suddenly started oh, hunting oh, him. Okay, yeah. he was he was hunting him, and then yeah. David was like, "Nah, yeah, right, okay." Right. David answered, "Behold the spear, O king! Let then one of the young men come over and get it. Yahweh will render." T- He's like, "You're not going to come get it, because now you're going to grab it and throw it right at my face." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> 
Yahweh will render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness, because Yahweh delivered you into my hand today, and I wouldn't put forth my hand against Yahweh's anointed. Someone in the chat just pointed out the fact that last time there was also a line about a flea. It's like, but I'm but a flea. And and I made the joke about him gesturing to some random soldier who's then played by Flea, the musician, who's like, huh, me? And that should happen again. This this bit comes back. Okay, it's a repetitive joke, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Behold, as your life was much set by this day in my eyes, so let my life be much set by in the eyes of Yahweh, and let him deliver me out of all oppression. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be you, my son David, you shall both do mightily and shall surely prevail. So David went his way, and Saul returned to his place. The right. end. Great. No, it's not going to be the end. <laughs> it sounds like it's the end. This is the second time this has happened now, where they're <laughs> yeah. like, and it they sounded made like up. the end the last time. Exactly. Yeah. And they were the best of friends, and the end. Nothing else bad happened to them ever again. Lies. It will. Well, Definitely. that's the end of the chapter. Well, we're going to move on to 1 Samuel 27, which I don't know. It, this is actually only a 12. It's 12 verses. That's really yeah, quick. That's a, a little short. A shorty. little wrapping up. Okay. David said in his heart, I shall now perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing <laughs> David, better for David me. Is still con- he's still convinced. He's just like, that man's right. going to kill me someday. Yeah. <laughs> like, this there is, is not no- over. <laughs> No, seriously. <laughs> there is nothing better for me than that I should escape into the land of the Philistines, and Saul will despair of me. To seek me any more in all the borders of Israel, so shall I escape out of his hand. So he's going to go to all the right. land of the Philistines. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, goodness. I mean, that's wow. going to be awkward. I'm sure they have not forgotten about the Goliath thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're probably not going to love having him there. David arose and passed over, he and the 600 men who were with him, to Achish, the son of Maoch, king of Gath. David lived with Achish at Gath, he and his men, every man with his household, even David with his two wives, Ahinoam and the Jared, oh geez, Jezreelitis, Jezreelitis and Abigail. (laughs) And Abigail, the Carmelitus, Nabal's wife. The Carmelitus. Okay, right. So Michal's Michal's out of the picture. She's he gone. just has these two wow. wives. Yeah, but it says Nabal's wife, which is funny that it's still referencing Nabal as that Abigail is his wife. Yeah, it's just not, clarifying. It's David's wife now. He, he, yeah, that that she was before, which makes me wonder if. Il, 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 whoever it was that Saul gave what? away the wife to. Uh, oh, yeah. Palti, yes, who was of Galim. So Palti, maybe they refer to his wife now, Michal, the wife of David. Maybe they're sort wife of, of David, a, you keep track of like of the David. line of custody or something. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I hate it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Nabal's wife. It was told Saul that David was fled to Gath, and he sought no more against again for him. So he didn't he didn't want him anymore. David said to Ashik Ish, "If now I have found favor in your eyes, let them give me a place in one of the cities in the country that I may dwell there. Dwell there. For why should your servant dwell in the royal city with you?" Then Akish gave him. Ziklag that day 
why Ziklag pertains to the kings of Judah to this day. Ziklag, is that a lady? Is that a wife? I don't know what Ziklag is. City. Oh, (laughs) it could have been any of those. It could have been a province. A captain of the guard. It could have been an entire province. It could have been a lady. I don't know. It, it could to have me, been it sounds like, like a, a disease. A it does donkey that like, he enjoyed. Does sound a like a disease. Yeah. Emily, he a gave him Ziglag. I got a bad case of the Ziglag. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the number of the days that David lived in the country of the Philistines was a full year and four months. Wow. So da- oh, yes, I'm just I'm confused because so he. Ahish gave him the city of Ziklag. It wasn't Ahish one of his buddies, or is that who already lived there that he's come into the land? I'm just confused uh, I, how Ahish has I, the city to give. I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. Maybe, he's a king. Yeah, maybe it's he's more like, of that he's um, outsourcing a little bit or distributing. You know, he's like, well, I got this city that it's, like, it's hard to manage. It's just like a little bit too much, but I want to keep it. Here, how about you? You manage it, David. Maybe it's that. Mm, okay. It's like okay. you can stay there in exchange for kind of managing things. Kind of like an apartment manager, you know? Oh, there you go. Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like he gives him free land to manage the apartment. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. The apartment manager. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. <laughs> so David and his men went up and made a raid on the Gerishites, Geshurites, and the Gerzites and the Amalekites, for those nations were the inhabitants of this land, who were of old as you go to Shur, even to the land of Egypt. I see. This is the old, this is the old classic of like, oh, you're right. I will give you a city. I'm going to give you this one that's occupied by these other people. (laughs) Go kill them and take it. You got to kill them. And then then it's yours. (laughs) Right. Behold. So David struck the land and saved neither man nor woman alive and took Good. away the sheep and the oxen and the donkeys and the camels and the clothing. And he returned and came to Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And the clothing. And the clothing. And the clothing. He saved the clothing. He that's, did not kill the that's clothes. That's a new one. That's new. Yeah, Because in the past, we get people saving the donkeys and the oxen and the sheep and stuff like that. We've got no mention of people saving the clothing. Maybe they were particularly stylish. <laughs> He's like, we cannot throw this in the bin. Yeah, goodness, look at this. It's beautiful. Okay, uh, so he got the clothing. Uh, and he came to Achish. Achish said, against whom have you made a raid today? David said, against the south of Judah and against the south of J- the Jeremelites and against the south of the Kenites. David saved neither man nor woman alive to bring them to Gath, saying, lest they should tell of us, saying, so did David, and so has been his manner all the while he has lived in the country of the Philistines. Achish believed David, saying, he has made his people Israel utterly to abhor him. Therefore, he shall be my servant forever. Okay. I didn't understand any of that, but I was just looking at the message to try to catch what was happening, because I feel like there's some intrigue going on. Well, that's the whole chapter, so if you want to, like... Right. Yeah. Okay, so so I'm a little confused about this. So Akish gave him this city, and then the message says, from time to time, David and his men raided the Geshurites and the Girzites and the Amalekites. These people were longtime inhabitants of the land stretching towards Shur onto Egypt. When David raided mm-hmm. an area, he left no one alive, neither man nor woman, but took everything else. Sheep, cattle, donkeys, camels, clothing, the works. 
again. <laughs> again with the works in the message. <laughs> the works. <laughs> I love it. Then he'd return to Ahish. Ahish would ask, and whom did you raid today? David would tell him, oh, wow. oh, the Negev of Judah, or the Negev of Jarahmiel, or the Negev of the Kenites. He never left a single person alive, lest one show up in Gath and report what David had really been doing. So, which was what? Yeah, that's he's what lying, He's lying about who he's actually raiding. Yeah. Like that, okay. that he's just raiding random, like, small groups rather than the entire cities and taking everything. And, well, but at the end, there's that note about the fact that the king thinks that David has made himself an enemy to the Israelites. So... Oh, of wait! Someone said reread verse eight. David and his men no. went up. And- <laughs> wow! You can't tell us what to do. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. If you want to reread verse eight, you can. <laughs> David and his men went up and made a raid on the Geshurites and the Grizzites and the Amalekites. For those nations were the inhabitants of the land who were of old, as you go to Shur, even the land of Egypt. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I've got it. So yeah. When when he asked him, who did you raid today? We just weren't reading critically enough. David would say, oh, the Negev of Judah, who's a tribe of Israel, mm, or okay. the Negev of Jerahmeel, which I'm assuming is another Israelite town, and Negev of the Kenites, which we know is one of the areas oh, for the Israelites. Oh, actually raiding Philistine towns? I think so, yeah. This is yeah. only... Okay. This is not sustainable. This can only go on for so long, right? Well, one year and, and four months is how out. long it has to go on, apparently. <laughs> it seems like they've raided and pillaged and killed a bunch of people. So it, I it, I don't know if there's like a lack of people to do these things to. Now, I really like this idea of that, like at the end of the day, David sits down at the dinner table with Achish or whatever his name was. And they're like, okay, what'd you do in school today? Who did you raid? <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Goodness. So, so then the last verse in the message. I think sets up a good cliffhanger for next time is Ahish came to trust David completely. He thought Mm. he's made himself so repugnant to his people that he'll be in my camp forever. No, Mm. not so. Only a year and four months. Four months? Four days? Four Four weeks? Can we cast Ahish real quick before we end? Because I think at least that's a good note to sort of end on. We've still got many people to cast. Everyone, please, you know, vote on your phones. For what if he's to... Jonathan Banks from Better Call Saul, who's uh, Mike? Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. He I don't know, but maybe, need, maybe Mike needs to be like a way bigger role, like a way cooler. No, but I like him for a cameo. Role. I like him for a cameo. I, I agree. Okay. However, I have a hard. My time. mom says yes. I have a hard time though, maybe because of because of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, that, like, you can't pull one over on Jonathan Banks. He's going to figure true. you out. That is true. He's not a good... That's a really good point. Um, yeah, a Now, if you cast the tricked. actor who plays Tuco Salamanca or someone like that, then I believe you <laughs> can pull one over on him, you know? I, I think I we know. need to okay. percolate on this, think <laughs> on this about this, reflect on drunk this. Better Call Saul remembrances. And not try to drunkenly recall the casting of Better Call Saul. Now, Emily, <laughs> what do you think Saul. is going <laughs> to... What do you think? <laughs> it's back. Emily, it's back. what do you think is going to happen next time? Um, I think it will probably chronicle that year and four months in a really short span of time. 
Mm. And then, like, maybe a couple verses. And then somehow he'll have to kill this, this, I was going to say God, not God. He's not going to kill God. He's going to kill this king. What's his Uh name? Uh, that's the one yeah and uh get out of there and then probably saul's gonna do something again something bad (laughs) saul's gonna be back to his ways yeah Uh because saul's still around saul Saul is still alive throw his spear exactly he's ready to throw his spears everywhere yeah now that i'm thinking about better call saul we've got a lot of good people from this to cast like did we Uh, ever cast did we cast Giancarlo Esposito already? I thought we did Ugh. mention him for something. Oh, also, we Rhea, Rhea Seahorn should be someone huge because she's amazing. I love her so much. I uh, know we've not cast one Carlos Esposito, but we can put him on the list. Okay, we, yeah, Giancarlo. we've we've talked about him before. Yeah, Giancarlo. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, awesome. This has been a fun episode, and once again, has left us with sort of a. A cliffhanger Cliffhanger. ending, which I love that the Bible is finally doing that to help our show out with our ratings or whatever. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, Bible. (laughs) Thanks, Bible. (laughs) So everyone, be sure to show up next week to find out what is going to happen with this this skullduggery that David is pulling on Ahish. If you want to join us for this show live, check out drunkbiblestudy.com slash live to see you in the chat. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the drunk Bible study fans and fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at drunk Bible cast on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Yeah.